Next up on Racing HQ, Gary Portelli. Good morning, Gary. Morning, Anthony and Ray. In race number one at uh, Rose Hill, you got Flying Trapeze. Gee, he was brave at Eagle Farm last start. He did everything but win, Gary. Did you sort of work out that 1,500 looks about it's his threshold? You're sort of bringing him back to the 14. Do you think that's as far as he wants at this stage? Yeah, look, it's a little bit hard to work out because, um, you know, he did get up to win and he, he and he didn't finish off. And I sort of thought that straight away, that, you know, he just didn't quite run up the 1,500. But... Um, Jason said that he was nearly at his top at the 600. They were really running along through the middle stages of the race. And he said he was out of his comfort zone a long way out. So he said he had to make a long run. And he probably peaked on his run because he'd been sort of just not so much pushing him, but just adding to keep travelling. And, you know, there's two ways to look at it. You either think, well, if you go a little bit further, the tempo might come out of the race. You can actually get your horse to travel better and you can have a better kick. Or you just freshen up and come back to 1,400. Um, the option wasn't to get over any further, so or try him over any further. So I, I found this fourteen hundred, which is perfect. Doesn't have to travel, and um, um, I've done. You know, I've, I've hardly galloped him in between, so I've got him nice and fresh and well for today. So hopefully, he's got that little bit of speed still left in his legs after being stretched out. Yeah, good morning, Gary. He's drawn a lovely gate, so you can either land on speed or take a sit if you want to. Any thoughts about the day he won at Kembla? He he sort of took control of the race early and fought hard to win, but I dare say he might be better ridden with a little bit of cover. Definitely. From that gate, you can just be where he's comfortable. We've got the right man for the job, Jason. Um, You know, he just likes to get the horses to travel, so they've got the strength at the right end of the race. And um, so, you know, right man for the job, I'm sure he'll just get a lovely run on. And hopefully he'll be able to uh, get over the top of Chris Wallace horse from the end, you know. Yep, fair enough. Then down to race eight, Gary Ringer Rose said, gee, this mare had a long break, but she's come back in a rich vein of form. That was some win last start at Warwick Farm. It was enormous, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah, um, we were, um, I actually went to Adelaide to watch the State of Origin, so we were at a, a pub down there watching it, and we were actually quite concerned leading up to it because the leaders had been winning all day at Warwick Farm, and and we knew from the, the outside gate she was going to have to go back. So probably 800, I'd given up. I thought she's mm. too far off them. And at the furlong, still thinking she might run a hole here. And then with 50 to go, she just launched. So it was a really good to watch. And, and all the boys were on. So um, it was a good night until we got beat by Queensland. But um, <laughs> um, uh, um, she ran really well. And, and there's no reason why she can't do it again, although she has drawn a sticky barrier. And... Um, you know, just hope the track's playing right and there's a bit of speed on. I guess you have to go back again, Gary, from that that outside gate? Yeah, no option. She'll probably be back running second last or last or something like that, I'd say, and, and just uh, hoping to, uh, as I said, hopefully they, they roll along in that first corner and, and um, they give us a chance to get home. She's got to, yeah, she's got to make that transition to Saturday grade, but... The acceleration she showed that last 200 metres, and as you said, the way she attacked the line, she's ready for Saturday class racing, Gary? Well, that's right. Well, basically, her benchmark sees her in Saturday company now, so she yep. has no option to go back. So this is where we're at. Uh, would have been lovely to draw on just a softer barrier to give her every chance of the first go at this level, but um, it is what it is. We'll just have to ride for luck, and um, hopefully she finishes off like she's at Warwick Farm. She does. She's a top three chance for sure. Exactly. What about walking, talking in the last? Normally we're accustomed to see him up on speed. He, he drew an outside uh, barrier at Warwick Farm. They ran very fast time over the 1,000. He, he just couldn't get in the race, Gary? 
Yeah, look, I think um, when we drew the outside gate, we thought we did a little experiment because there's no good going forward from there. And it looked like there were six or seven leaders in the race. Yeah. Mm. I said that day was the day that Ringer Rosa won. And they were, it was very hard to make up ground. So, but you know, we just had no option but to go back on him. And he just didn't like it. He got back and just wasn't in the hunt. So there was a bit of a wipeout of a run. Learned something from it. He doesn't, you know, got to ride him up there. So from a good gate, we'll have him sort of up in the first, first three or four. And he's got a light weight with Julia. My apprentice, Julia Presseton, yep. uh, 53 and a half on his back, and um, we're hoping he can run to the top three or four. We'd be, we'd be over the moon with that at 40 to 1. Yeah, you, you want to race at odds. Just finally, Gary, um, the fire burn situation has been well discussed going into the Oaks, but what's the latest with with her? And you're looking at a spring campaign and any goals there at this stage? Yeah, look, we're going to talk with the owners over the whole situation as to what we, we want to achieve with her, this preparation. and. She's spelling at the moment, and she looks great. There's no issues with her. So we'll work out. I think she's a 2,000-metre horse, so um, you know we'll just sit down and work out a program that sees her get to them sort of races. And, and you know, it's hard for the three roles to take on the top guns when, they're four, mm. when they turn four. And you can go on about the best, you know, what, what you did at three, but until you actually step out against these seasoned horses, um, you, you know, it's, you get exposed. So... We'll try and take the right races early on and then hopefully we end up in a, in a good race based on a form. And, um, you know, I, I think that she's, you know, if she happens to get a, a season where we actually get some rain again, um, that might take her to, to Group 1 level again and be you know, very competitive. But it's very hard for the three-year-old fillies to step up and, 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 you know, take on the open sort of grade races. So we'll sit down and work out a program that gets her in the right races um, and, uh, you know, there's nothing more to achieve with her, really. Just have a lot yeah. of fun with her and keep her sound, and, and you know, and um, and uh, you know, have the owners racing some of the better races that everyone dreams about owning a horse that can racing. You know, so exactly. that's what we'll do. We'll work out and have a bit of fun. And, and she's won over four million now, so you know, she's done a good job. She's done a so, job, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a good so point. We'll it's a good a point. Yeah, it's a good point you raise, Gary, because especially for fillies going into the spring of their four-year-old seasons, it's a quantum leap, isn't it? Because they're still um, you know, majority of them are still three-year-old, three-year-olds by age, by birth date, um, and competing against the older horses is tough. But on the flip side, you've got all these races that potentially you could aim her at for four-year-olds. Obviously, there's a golden eagle there, but that's fifteen hundred. So, mm. is that in the back of your mind, Gary? Or it, it is. It all comes down to how long we want to spell her for and, and whatever. Yeah. So that's what I said. We'll sit down with the ownership group, have a nice meal somewhere, and um, reminisce and and. Uh, and, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll work out a program that sees everyone being able to get to the track. That's always good, get all the owners together and, and, um, and put her in the right races where she could be competitive. And to say is, you know, I remember when Rebel Day and her sire was, was racing at three, he was qu- quite a dominant three-year-old. Mm. Uh, hardly got beat at three. But as soon as we stepped up that four-year-old level, it was, it was hard to put them number ones beside each other like he was at three. They're just, it's just a new level, so... You've got to, you've just got to hope that they do improve with this break now. Exactly. Hey, look, Gary, appreciate your time this morning and, and best of luck at Rose Hill today. Thanks very much.